Welcome to the Impel Forward Podcast. I'm John McCann. I'm here with the founder of the Impel Forward Movement, Mr. Leon Hines. Brother, what's good? What up, what up, what up? Look, man, we're here at the holiday season, and I'm going to ask you off the rip, knowing that you spent some time incarcerated, mm-hmm. do you remember your last Christmas behind bars? No, nah, I don't remember my last Christmas. I know it was 1998. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, mm-hmm. but really I can't remember... Um, Probably some people came in. I don't remember getting all the packages that like like I got early on in the years, yeah. you know, in my incarceration. Mm-hmm. But and probably really I probably didn't want them right that time. It was old, you know, getting old, you know. What you didn't want? You didn't want the stuff people were sending you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I don't think I got as much, and it wasn't as I don't know. I guess you got used to it, whatever. Yeah. So I didn't need as much. And, I'm know. curious, man. Your, your last Christmas mm-hmm. incarcerated. Did you know that would be your last? No, I didn't know it. Uh-uh. I, didn't, mm. I did not know it would be my last. All right. So, yeah. and, and even then, you still have no strong recollections about it was a great Christmas, we ate this, we did that? I don't. I remember all the other ones because it was fresh. You know, mm-hmm. I was getting all this food and I was sharing it with people, mm-hmm. people who didn't have food. Because okay. my family, man, they they sent me a lot of food. Mm-hmm. So, And I just spread it out, spread the love, but, Okay, you know. You you mentioned receiving packages. Mm-hmm. Who were some of the folks that were were hitting you up while you were incarcerated? Um, my aunts, my mother, uh, mainly my my aunts, my mothers, my grandmother, mm-hmm. uncles. They they were sending me stuff, you know, mm-hmm. writing me, you know, Merry Christmas. And I, I know we talked in the past, man, about your grandma mm-hmm. being a major influence on right. you. In what uh, way? Oh yeah, mama. She played a great impact. She's a what'd you call her? My grandma. Yeah. Just grandma? No, I just call her grandma. Yeah, okay. I, ain't, I ain't call her Nana or Mima, okay. you know, all them new terms. I got you, I got you. <laughs> yeah, but she um she had an impact on my life. She um she was a preacher. Hmm. She still is preaching. She was more like an evangelist traveler, man. She traveled all over the country just preaching, okay. you know, different states and cities and she was mm-hmm. well known. And um uh, I used to go with her a little bit here and there, you know, different places. Mm-hmm. The last place I remember going with her was uh in New York, mm-hmm. maybe maybe DC. I don't know. She, I went there. Now, luckily, I know when you used to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, you be in the middle of cutting, and right. you go. <laughs> so what? So grandma had you on on a, on a preaching circuit, and you was a, a little little boy singer. No, no, not at the time. I got I sung on the choir and sung mm-hmm. as I got older and did a little bit. My whole family, man, we all sing and okay. play instruments. We come from a singing background. My grandmother, my grandfather, mm-hmm. you know, he had records mm-hmm. out years ago and. But but did grandma did you live in her house? Yeah, at one point. So so back to where I I um I got kicked out of school my eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. Then I got kicked out again my ninth grade year. Okay. But my ninth grade year, I also got kicked out out of the alternative school. So I had to go live with my grandmother because I couldn't go to no school and come to county. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Moore County and stayed with my grandmother and um. You know, she spoiled me, you know, lived there for the remainder of the year. Mm-hmm. I had to finish school at Pine Crest High School, and uh, she um, she spoiled me, you know. Mm-hmm. Had a whole, uh, pretty much my own kitchen in my room, you know. All right, but I mean, so normally we think about an adult spoiling a kid, mm-hmm. that not being good for the kid. But you make it sound like, no, that helped you. Oh. Uh, I want help me in what kind of way? Or like you, you, you needed it. Maybe was was your grandma spoiling something mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. based on like what you were getting at home? Maybe was mom hard? Oh no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. She just, 
you know, she knew I needed somewhere to stay and go to school. So, yeah. you know, she just took me in. She, you know, that loving grandma. Okay. You know, she she always preached hard and taught us hard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, oftentimes she come, she say now, um, hmm. she reminds me of how I used to be sitting in church just yeah. not listening. That's mm-hmm. what she says. I, I really don't remember, <laughs> but she, she used to talk, she talked about that often. Let me ask it a better way then, Leon. You know, if you if your grandmother wasn't in your life, mm-hmm. where would you be now? Uh, I, I'm not sure because even when even now today, I still think of things she used to write me while I was in prison. Mm-hmm. She wrote me a lot, and um, she used to always tell me be quick to hear and slow to speak. You that's, know? that's scripture. Yeah, scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she tell me that all the time, and even now sometimes I somebody might say something to me. I every now and then I have to you know think mm-hmm. before I react and. Or say anything, and mm-hmm. that sticks with me all the time. You know, she she preaches that a lot. You know, mm-hmm. quick to hear, slow to speak. And um, she also used to tell me, "Winners never quit, and quitters never win." She told me that a lot. Mm-hmm. You, know? Mm-hmm. you know, but she play, she played a big part in my life, uh, even to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always checking to make sure I'm doing the right things. And, okay. You know, you know, with those words, you know, what winners never quit, mm-hmm. quitters never win, mm-hmm. and you know, to see that you've established. Mm-hmm. This barbershop and and it's two it's two shops you've established right 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 um Tobacco Road Barber and Beauty Shop and Impel Barber Studio mm-hmm. yeah were there any times because I'm sure it wasn't easy to mm-hmm. to do to, to do that right start a barbershop yeah uh, no I wasn't easy I got a I got some help from uh, friends and family a guy that I used to cut hair with at mm-hmm. JNS Barbershop he uh, gave me some equipment you mm-hmm. know that he didn't need helped me start I had an uncle. Uh, who helped me out? I had two uncles that helped me out getting started. You know, we no matter what you're doing, you need people, yeah. you know, to help you out here and there. You know, mm-hmm. so they they helped me get started. And um, after I got out of, I went to barber school in 2002. Mm-hmm. Got out in 2003. Okay. You know, and uh, worked at JNS for five years, and that's after that five. I built on my clientele. Man, it's time. I used to go in there, I ain't had no clientele, you know, mm-hmm. first, early. I don't know how long it lasted, but no matter what, I knew I was going to cut hair. I knew it was going to be my career. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to uh, make it. So mm-hmm. I go in there. The owner, John Scott, and he, he'll get in there early on Saturdays. Even though I ain't have any customers, mm-hmm. I go in there early too with them and just sit there. Sometimes I'll be sleep. See, that had to be humbling, man, because obviously I know you as a very skilled barber right. now. Mm-hmm. At the time, nobody knew who Leon right. Hines was, right. and he had these gifted hands. Mm-hmm. And so was it, how humbling was that to sit there while Mr. Scott is in there doing his thing, and you just like, like I'm over here, anybody <laughs> need a cut? Oh, it was, it, was, I, it didn't bother me because I knew what it took. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in a barbershop, my step pops who, you know, who, to this day, he texts or calls me and mm. checks on me. Mm-hmm. Every morning, he, he's texting me, I love you, or what you doing? Uh, you know, he texts me anything. Wow. Every morning, you get that? Just about that's, every morning. That's nice, man. Yeah, just about every morning, mm-hmm. you know. And um, either with my biological father, I, like I said, in the one, I said it before that he, mm-hmm. both of them, you know, both of them text me out of the blue, man. tell me, uh, I love you, proud of what you're doing. That's good. You know, that, that, that keeps me going too, mm-hmm. but yeah, my step pops—he um—he the one that really got me in, interested in barbering. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in it. Like I said, been in the barber shop all the time, and he used to try to talk to me about cutting hair and doing this and that. But at the time, I I was just 
running, you know, just being a kid, mm-hmm. doing everything, mm-hmm. you know. So. so, I mean, so, you know, when you were in there sitting in Mr. Scott's shop, mm-hmm. you didn't have your clientele built up. Right. Um, you, did you did you consciously think about what Grandmama told you about winners mm-hmm. never quitting? Or was um, it something that was just just kind of in the back of your mind somewhere? Yeah, just kind of in the back of my mind. I, You know, she she talked about it all the time. Mm-hmm. always wrote me, you know, sometimes I would go back and look at her letters. Even now, you know. She don't know, my mama don't know, mm-hmm. I still, mm-hmm. I do that. You know, I got letters I might go and read mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah. But here's why I got to push on you, Lee, man, because, mm-hmm. like, it's, I would say it's easy for you to sit in this chair right now right. after you got all this mm-hmm. and say, see, this is how you do it. <laughs> right. But, man, there's somebody listening to this mm-hmm. who, who is struggling, man, talk them through, you know, if, you, if you're a real winner, right. you're not going to quit. Right. Yeah, you're not going to quit. You got to keep grinding no matter what people say. Or what comes your way, what type of obstacles come, come your way. You got to keep going. You have to keep going because at the end of the day, that's what's my grandma, she has a saying. She also says, uh, oh, I can't think of it. Uh, it's, I, it'll come back to me, but mm-hmm. it's like no matter, people's not going to. People don't care whether you sink or swim, float or drown. That's what she says. <laughs> People don't care whether you sink, sink or, or swim, swim, float or drown. You know. Give me some more on that. Break that down for which, me. Which, which meaning is, you no matter what you're trying to do, if you're trying to go forward, if you don't have a supporter, some people don't care at all. You know, you still got to do mm-hmm. what you're gonna do regardless. Okay. You know, and you just gotta fight and keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, everybody needs help here and there. Ask for help. Reach out. You know, mm-hmm. you might not get that support from. The people you may want the support from, but somebody will support you. You know, I, I know a lot of times when we see people doing podcasts like this one, mm-hmm. and the person watching it right. is like, would say, man, Leon is successful. He's right. got it all made. He ain't got no problems. Nah, nah, nah. Is that what it is? <laughs> nah, no, no, sir. Talk nah, to us. That's what I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I don't have it all made. That's what I'm trying to do. That's the reason. That's one of the reasons for this podcast. Okay. Because, um, again, again, we hear, like, man, he got two he 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 did time mm-hmm. and established two businesses. Right, I ain't doing that. Right, well, it, and it ain't for everybody. Running a business ain't for everybody. But I knew that I had to get out and do what I had to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just every sometimes you know it don't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just knew it was gonna work for me. But see, that's a, that's a good point you made. Mm-hmm. I, and let, don't let me put words in your mouth, mm-hmm. but. Are you saying this podcast mm-hmm. isn't solely for those who are trying to start businesses? Oh no, no, it's just, man. My first thought. So back in two, maybe I want to say two thousand nine, maybe mm-hmm. I actually started. I wanted to start a YouTube channel and mm-hmm. get into you know doing some things with it, but I never did. But as years went on and. Now, up to now, when I started learning more and even about business, you know, even up to now, I'm still learning about business. It wasn't until a couple of years ago when mm-hmm. I really started getting things in order like I should have been, but I wasn't, mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't taught, so I've okay. been taught. But, um, yeah, it's just, I just wanted to do it. I wanted to do this to motivate people. Yeah. It's basically going back to what you said, if he can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's my main thing. If he can do this. I can do that, mm-hmm. you know. Because, so. like, even even your handle on mm-hmm. Instagram, Low Key Barber, oh, yeah. tells me. <laughs> no, I think that, that might be a TikTok. Is it your TikTok handle? Maybe. maybe okay. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like that's you. Yeah. Like, you have yeah. never been a boastful no. type cat. No, still humble. <laughs> still humble. Yeah, still humble. It's, man, it's been, it's, it's times I've, 
I might be riding, not just thinking about where I come from, mm. what I did, mm. you know, where I've been, and where I'm going, mm -hmm. you know. I'd be like, man, I can't believe. It's it's like, so, some, like in my barber chair, mm -hmm. like over the years, I've talked to kids who got in trouble, who was getting in trouble in school. Mother say, talk to him for me, or this mm -hmm. and that. And I try to talk to him. And I, I do understand where they're coming from, because, or how the kid is, because I used to be the same one. Mm -hmm. You know, people try to talk to me, I wasn't listening and doing whatever. I hear, okay, yeah, I mm -hmm. hear you. They say, you know, I'm out doing whatever. Okay. So I do understand that. So that's, go ahead. But that's, well, that's, that, that's, that's another key point. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if we could, we'll put this on the screen or not, but right. point number two, it sounds like for those listening, you don't have to be a celebrity to pour into somebody else. No, nah, you we, don't. You know, here's Leon at the barbershop, and parents and guardians seek you out. Right. Hey, talk to my kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's and that's a big thing for me. And I've, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, but mm -hmm. it was a little setback in doing that. But I'm really trying my best to go ahead and get get it done now at 46 years old. <laughs> man, man. Yeah. Well, look, you, you still got some more time to to live, God mm -hmm. willing, man. Mm -hmm. Look, before we go, man, what's the holidays? What are they looking like for you, Lee? Oh. Uh, be around family. Mm -hmm. Go to church, you know. Just hang out, you mm -hmm. know. Just be around family, have fun. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm, as the years went on, I'm not a big, as far as Christmas. Yeah. Guy, like I'm trying to embrace it because mm -hmm. I don't like. I hate to see people stressing on spending a lot of money that really don't have it. You know, feeling guilty about what they can't get for mm -hmm. somebody. Mm -hmm. I, I just like the family, being around family aspect of mm -hmm. it. You know, mm -hmm. that's what I really like. You know, is is it too late for me to, to get my Christmas list to you? <laughs> no, it ain't too late. All you right, got it. All right. Well, look, till next time, bro. All right. Thank you for tapping in to the Impel Fort Podcast. That was my story. Tune in to the next time where I'll bring you another guest who has also Impel Fort.